Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 15th of July. China's GDP in the second quarter came out largely as expected. This supports the global GDP number, but unfortunately the global GDP number is just an aggregation that has little relevance to investors. Of more importance, perhaps, were the June data releases from China. Industrial production has continued to grow, more or less in line with expectations, although the auto sector is a drag on activity. This issue should slowly start to fade as shipments of key microchips from Japan are set to resume shortly. The strength of China's production is a key part of the reason that global manufacturing and global trade has exceeded pre-pandemic levels. Chinese retail sales exceeded expectations a little. That's important as the domestic economy in China has been lagging behind exports. Too much dependence on exports is unwise because as consumers start to shift spending towards having fun, spending is likely to revert to more domestically focused services. While that is unlikely to turn Chinese exports negative, it is likely to slow their momentum. Trade tensions between the US and China have started to creep up financial investors' agendas once again, with the rhetoric certainly increasing in volume and hostility. The Chinese media and foreign ministry have been making negative comments about possible US action over Hong Kong and a mooted digital trade deal, which would exclude China. Meanwhile, the US Senate passed a bill banning imports from Xinjiang in China unless the importing company can prove the products were not made with forced labour. Sino-US tensions have not been at the forefront of investors' minds recently, and the latest developments are not necessarily exceptional in their nature. However, over the medium term, this noise may focus more attention on the prospects for localising supply chains. In the United States, Fed Chair Powell's testimony to the House happened, aside from the fact that Powell does not appear to be a fan of so-called stable coins, nothing really new was said. Members of Congress were clambering all over the inflation bandwagon, but on inflation everyone's mind is already made up, and so there's little to add. No one's likely to be convinced by arguments on the other side of the inflation debate. There was a degree of partisanship, inevitably, to the inflation questioning. Powell is back today before the Senate and is likely to continue to add little. There are US import prices due today, also export prices, but no one cares about US export prices. Import price details are significant. The headline has issues like energy to worry about. But for instance, Things like semiconductor prices have not been accelerating in spite of the angst about supply chains. This sort of thing could be important to watch. US production data is likely to be interesting in the details rather than the headline as well, as investors are so animated about supply bottlenecks. There's plenty of stuff being made in the world, and US manufacturers' warehouses are bursting with stocks of inventory. But if one key component is missing... That may be a constraint on overall output. That's all for today. Have a good day.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.